0: This is Eastern North Carolina's longest-running sports radio call-in show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show on Pirate Radio is brought to you by
1: The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Michelob Ultra, The Rick House, Taft Tafton Hagler, and Tiebreakers.
0: And now here's Brian Bailey. Okay, everybody. Happy Monday and really happy baseball
2: season. The Pirates open practice on Friday and they had the big banquet on Saturday night. We're going to revisit some of that. Talk about how the weekend went for East Carolina Pirate Baseball. First year hitting coach Henry Lartig is beside me live in the studio today as we talk East Carolina Pirate Baseball. I'm going to pick his brain on the art of hitting for East Carolina and preview the upcoming Pirate Baseball season as we kick off our Pirate previews for the 2024 baseball season for East Carolina. Henry Lartigue joins us live. And that's coming up for you right after this. Hey you! Yeah you! Have you heard? Green Velato World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Green Velato World is now the fifth dealership to join the DriveHereNow.com network. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and proud supporter of the. Pirates. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft Taft and Hagler. We're proud to be
3: sponsors of the Brian Bailey show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with
4: experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates. This is John Gavigan with the Gavigan Agency. Our top priority is doing what is best for our members. Whether you're buying a new vehicle, a new home, protecting your family with life insurance, or filing a claim, our agency will be there every step of the way. Our goal is to become a trusted advisor for you and your family for all of your personal and commercial insurance needs. Give us a call in Greenville at 756-1400 for a car, home, business, or life insurance quote today. And give us the opportunity to show you the benefits of doing business with someone Someone who cares? It's bow time.
1: Chicken or biscuits. That's an impossible choice. How can you decide between Bojangles' perfectly crispy, boldly seasoned chicken or their fluffy made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits? Well, the good news is you don't have to. With a Cajun Chicken Filet Biscuit, you get the best of both worlds, an all-white meat chicken breast marinated with a bold blend of seasonings and served up on a fluffy, golden buttermilk biscuit. When it comes to real-deal Southern flavor, there's no reason you can't have it all. Order a Cajun Chicken Filet Biscuit today. It's bow time.
2: This is Dr. McGraw from
1: Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center. Our practice has been caring for the athletes at ECU and the residents of Eastern North Carolina for more than 35 years. Whether it's treatment for your sports injury or it's time for that joint replacement, Orthopedics East provides the latest in operative and non-operative orthopedic care. We also offer on-site physical therapy and MRI services as well as walk-in urgent care on the weekends from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. For experienced and professional care, call us at 757-BONE or visit us online at orthoeast.com. Go Pirates! Jimmy John's has great taste wrapped up. All your favorite Jimmy John's sandwiches are now available as a wrap. Enjoy all natural meats, cheeses, and hand-sliced veggies bundled into a convenient grab-and-go wrap that's made when you order it. Top it off with sensational sides, including new homestyle potato salad and bow-tie pasta salad. Wrap your taste buds around Jimmy John's new wraps. And don't forget their loyalty app with a free sandwich after your first visit. Jimmy John's in Greenville and Wilson and online at jimmyjohns.com.
3: This is Garrett Say. And you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.
0: You're listening to the Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now back to the show.
2: Hi, right, welcome back on this Monday, talking East Carolina Pirate Baseball. We've got the uh, YouTube channel cranked up. We've got the Facebook channel cranked up as well. So questions or comments for Henry Larkteig, who is the East Carolina hitting coach in his first year. First of all, welcome. Uh, I asked you if you like Greenville so far. You said you really did, but but welcome to Pirate Radio. Welcome to the to Pirate. Baseball, I guess.
3: Yeah, Brian. Thanks for having me on, and it's been uh, just an awesome experience so far.
2: When you look at, at everything so far, you guys started practice on Friday. We had the big banquet on Saturday. Have you have you seen ever seen anything like that banquet on Saturday night?
3: No, I have not. Not in my experience with college baseball. Just the support that the program gets from this community is uh, is. I feel like second to
2: none. Again, we'll take your questions or comments for Coach Lartig uh, on our Facebook channel, and I've got the YouTube thing uh, cranked up as well, so we can uh, pass those along if you have any questions on hitting. When you're coaching young kids hitting, and you're a young you know, coach, is it difficult when you're as young as you are, or, or are they pretty receptive to most everything? So.
3: I had a mentor of mine in the coaching world his name is Mike Clement he's the hitting coach at Old Miss and, and he said that a coach's best ability is availability and so I think early on throughout this year um, I tried to get the players to trust me and so we could just have conversations and so they were able to come to me And we're just having general conversations about hitting, and then that built trust over time. So now, when I have some information that I would like to convey to them, I think they're more receptive to hearing it.
2: You know, it's one of those things that that we go out to games, and and, you know, we'll see a tough pitcher, and we like, you know, you know, why why is his bat on the shoulder? Why didn't he swing the bat? But hitting the baseball may be one of the most difficult things in in any sport when you when you look at the science involved.
3: No doubt, and you know, the, the ball gets to the plate so fast, and. So it's about we uh, push our guys to focus on the process so that's uh, getting ready to hit with plenty of time, trying to see the baseball first so we make good decisions. And uh, for anyone that's familiar with East Carolina baseball, we play a pretty specific brand, right? right. And so that's our push to our team is can we be like that and we say keep the chain connected one through nine? Can we uh, play our brand of baseball, try to wear down the pitcher? Um, and we'll like where we look at the end of nine innings
2: yeah and i tell you it's just uh it's really when you see a hitter that gets on a on a hot streak uh, like and they say that he sees the ball like like, like a watermelon or, or like a beach ball is, is that true i mean they 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 see it so so well at times
3: uh for sure and i think uh, coach Godwin actually was talking to our team the other day that um that may happen one time in your career <laughs> yeah, a stretch yeah. of maybe 10 to 12 at bats right and so can we stay disciplined to our processes every day, regardless of the outcomes, because like you just mentioned, that may happen, but it's pretty rare.
2: Yeah, it is pretty rare. But uh, just hitting the baseball and the science involved, and and the higher you go, I mean, obviously you get into the minor leagues, and then you move up, double AA, A, triple A, and you get into the majors, and uh, just you know, and I really would like to pick like Alec Burleson's brain and to, just to to talk to him a little bit about you know the adjustment. And I did before I talked to him; he was in triple-A at the time, and I interviewed him in Durham when they uh, his team was playing the Durham Bulls won 11 a.m. game and I ask him about that and just the differences and it's really fascinating that to hear from somebody it's the same game in the majors as it is in you know double a ball but it's not the same game is it
3: for sure and I think the where the park gets tougher is you know in college they they say that you may get two pitches in your at bat that are good pitches to hit right and then as you move into professional baseball like that becomes less and less it becomes one most of the time and it may not be the one that you're looking for right it may be a breaking ball when you're sitting on the heater and so i think just trying to stay the course and know that uh you've got to stick to your routines and your processes and the game's hard right when you accept that it's a little easier to go into every at bat um just not reflecting on the outcomes
2: we had Chris Bassett on last week. He was the guest speaker at the Pitt Greenville Hot Stove Banquet. And and he was talking about his favorite pitch was was the sinker. And then I looked at some video. When you're facing a pitcher that you know has a great sinker ball, how difficult is that? Because that ball may look like it's coming right into the wheelhouse and then it's, the bottom's going to fall out.
3: I think we just push our guys to um – to try to look into an area that allows them to make hard contact with that pitch. Um, So, for instance, the sinker, we know that the ball has the tendency to move down out of the strike zone, right? So you have to really push yourself to try and look for the ball up in the strike zone. That way, if it does move, it's still a strike and something that you might be able to make hard contact with. And so that goes for basically all pitches, right? Trying to just... Look for it in an area to where if it's there, great, and if it's not, it's still maybe a strike that we can handle.
2: Yeah, a lot of times you'll see Coach Godwin you know, at, on the third base he, he forms that box, and that's mm-hmm. what that's, that's what he's talking about, right? For sure. Yeah. So, so as a hitter and as a hitting coach coming in, do you look at everybody's swing? You know, look at do you look at videotape? do You just look at those guys in the in the you know in, in the cage, and then do you decide what you're going to change if you decide to change anything.
3: Correct, and I think it's about, as I spoke earlier, just having that relationship and that trust, and one, if we can make the adjustments without ever having to change a mechanic, that's the route that I would like to go. Right. Um, Because I think those are simpler to make easier for the player to handle and like you said we'll watch video and then reflect from there
2: we were talking before we went on the air but you've got an assistant coach with you and brian packard who's a you know a former conley star uh, as you said he could run for mayor in greenville because everybody knew him at the banquet the other night but having somebody like that who's who's such a great player a great pirate for so many years uh back on the staff you know, that's got to be a big big help
3: Absolutely, and, and Pac has been just an awesome resource for me, but also for our players. As you said, he's from here, so he's familiar with the area, if, if players have any um, questions about that, but also the program, right? He was a star in this program, and so uh, we play a certain brand of baseball, so they're able to go to him to help um, figure out some things within our program that may help them uh, kind of flatten the learning curve.
2: You were a switch hitter when you played. Does that help you as a hitting coach?
3: Uh, I think so, just because you have that um, that perspective from both sides of the plate. Now, there's some things that I've had to to learn from being a, a hitting coach that has not helped me, or a switcher that has not helped me being a hitting coach. Yeah. Like the same side matchups, I've had to uh, kind of lean on some mentors to, to help our guys coach through that. Um, but I think just having – worked myself through two swings i think i have a you know a good idea of the mechanics piece but also um just the the approach side of things
2: how much would you say that hitting is mental when they go to the plate
3: uh we have a saying that we've adopted from some other places that approach wins out right Right. it has nothing to do with how you swing the bat Right. So at the end of the day, if we can stick to our approach, which is the mental side of hitting, um, we're going to be more successful than if we're always um, reflecting on how a swing felt or the results of the swing, per se. When
2: you, when you look at, at a, uh, an approach, I mean, do you want guys going up and, and swinging at a first pitch if, if it's there? Because sometimes that may be the, the best pitch you see, or do you want guys to be more patient?
3: Uh, I think it depends on the player okay. um, and and their skill sets. Uh, we've got you know players that are uh, we we call them run scorers, and then we have um, we have our run producers, and then we have RBI guys, right? right. So um, your Riley Johnsons, your Luke Nowaks, we would call those. Um, You know, run producers because they have the ability to steal bases and maybe bump for a hit, and and their skill set is different from Justin Wilcoxon and Jacob Jenkins Cowart, where we expect them to drive the ball. So I think the approach may tailor a little bit towards the player, but. As we talked about, if we're facing Trey Savage, we as a team are going to have to develop a, a plan to beat that guy, get him out of the game earlier. So I think it kind of depends on the situation, but also the player.
2: And that was my next question. Where I was going next road I was going to go down. When you're playing these inter-squad scrimmages, which are very important to get ready for the upcoming season, you know, you're facing some really good arms right now at, at East Carolina. East Carolina, you know, uh, Austin Knight and company—they'll they, they, put it to you, won't they?
3: Absolutely. I, I, uh, I made the, the joke that. I, uh, the other day, that I'm really glad that Trey Savage plays on our team. <laughs> That's right. Um, so he
2: looks these. like a beast out there. I mean, he. he I mean, he. I, I saw some video from Friday. I think it was, and and he just looks so good out. I, I saw some video from last year, and just you know, just thinking back to some of his starts last year, and just the way he he just you know commands uh, you know the mound, and uh, he's he's one of you know. We've had some really good pitchers through the years, and he's certainly one of them.
3: Absolutely. He just. Uh, I mean, he covers. so such a large portion of the strike zone with his stuff, and so as I was talking about, you know, trying to see the ball up with a sinker, um, Trey kind of his repertoire of pitches almost trumps my my plan. So he he makes it really difficult on the hitter uh, just to square anything up.
2: How hard is that when you're doing inner squads like that? Because you know, hey, I mean, Austin wants his pitchers to look good, but Henry wants his hitters to look good.
3: Absolutely, and I think it kind of goes back to the details and, and looking at the outing, not from a results perspective, but how they went about their processes. Did the guy do it on the mound, do everything in his power to execute the pitch, right? And then the same thing with our hitters is, did they go up there and stick to their approach from the time they stepped in, in the box to the time they left, regardless of the results, right? And so we tried to... Um, keep count of what we call quality at bats which we think are um, less results oriented and more process oriented um, to measure the success especially in an inner squad setting
2: and when you're preparing for teams what goes on as far as the preparation goes You know, how much you know video do you guys get a chance to say you got Ryder coming up in three weeks well you guys you know there can't be any tape there's no tape on this year obviously I haven't played any but, but do you go back to last year they made a regional last year um, do you go back and look at some of that some of the arms that are coming back and, and get scouting reports that way?
3: Yes, absolutely. We'll, we'll do our research to make sure that our players are prepared and um, give them the information so that they're not surprised at what they're seeing out on the field from the other team. But at the end of the day, it's about us and our dugout. Uh, you know, I played for Mike Bianco and he had a saying that we play ourselves in the game, right? So we're going to play East Carolina baseball. Um, but we're going to have the information so that our players are prepared.
2: And that's very much what, what Cliff Godwin would say. You know, he, he always says, if the Pirates go out and play Pirate baseball, we're going to win a lot of games. If the Pirates go out and don't play Pirate baseball, then those are the games that we're going to fall in. And I think we've seen that for uh, nine years, and this is going on 10 for head coach Cliff Godwin. Uh, you got to give us a Godwin story or two. Now, when you first met Cliff, what, what did you think of Coach? Uh, coach is intense, and I and I
3: truly believe that he gets the best out of players. Right, uh, for those that were at the banquet, uh, he mentioned that he recruited me to Ole Miss, and that he was hard on me, and he's surprised that I would want to work for him after he, had, he put me. He did say that here. Um, but the truth is, he just was trying to get the best out of me as a player, and I could never thank him enough for that because he did. And I just hope that we're doing the same with our guys.
2: It's kind of a combination of tough love. I mean, and that's what what you see. And and sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes with players, and same same thing in, in the working world. Although in the working world, you can't really do it as much as you used to be able to with tough love because you know it's a woke society, I guess. But but in sports, I mean, sometimes you got to get on somebody and. and You know, each one of the seniors that spoke the other night, they had a little bit of that in their speech, didn't they?
3: Absolutely. I think that what this program has done an awesome job of is establishing a standard that we expect our players to live up to. And so then when the standard is not met, it's just whether it's coaches or or their teammates, they're they're holding them accountable. Um, And so it's less about, you know, um, upsetting one another. And it's more like, hey, this is what needs to be done. And as of right now, you aren't doing it. And so it's a little bit easier, I think, for both the person holding them accountable and you know the subject of you know the accountability.
2: Henry Lartig is the first year hitting coach for East Carolina Pirate baseball on the same staff with uh, head coach Cliff Goblin. We'll take a commercial break right now. We'll come back and talk more Pirate baseball. We'll take your questions, your comments on our YouTube page or our Facebook page back with more after this.
1: The icy treat that can't be beat is Sparky Snowballs. From big kids to little kids, Sparky Snowballs has been making smiles happen for over 20 years. If you're not in the mood to chill out with a snowball, Sparky's funnel cakes and fried Oreos are a perfect Sparky Sparkylicious treat every time. Are you having an event, party, or fundraiser? Call Sparky's to come on site. Remember to follow Sparky's on Facebook or visit SparkySnowballs.com to see where they'll be
4: next. Fitness, Fellowship, and Faith is F3 and is changing lives of men right here in your community. Just listen.
2: Lee Howell, 58, Charlie Brown. F3 has been a life changer for me. I've met a lot of people that otherwise I wouldn't have met. I've lost weight. I got more friends than I ever had. I've been able to
4: participate with people when they've gotten married, when they've had death in their family, when they've had sickness just all around been really good for me f3enc.com you don't have to be great to get started but you have to get started if you want to be great This is Brian Harris with 360 Golf Carts, Pitt County's go-to shop for all things golf carts. We have easy go, club car, and utility
3: carts to choose from. Whether it's for the beach, riding around the neighborhood, or working in the yard, 360 Golf Carts has the perfect ride for you. If you have issues with your current cart, take it by my shop for an expert's diagnosis. From parts to sales to service, we have you covered. We will even deliver right to you. So come see me, Brian Harris, on Highway 43, just past D.H. Conley High School. 360 Golf
4: Carts, Pirates Supporting Pirates. The Holton Ayler Show. ECU legend, HB3 joining us. You know, I think ECU fans and a lot of people would want to know, like, your stance on NIL. How do
3: you view it?
2: I think that for a kid like myself, it would have gone a long ways, but I can't say I would have been a great student athlete with that kind of money. I don't know. That's my take, but I just don't know how else you win.
0: It's a losing battle. I think the NCAA or someone needs to make sure that this money is around when they're 30. The Holton Ayler Show, Thursdays and Fridays at 6, and available now on the Pirate Radio Podcast. Channel. This is Marcus Crandall, former ECU Pirate and Grey Cup champion. And you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You are listening to the Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, community owned, community powered. Now back to the show.
2: All right, welcome back on this Monday. Taking your questions, your comments on our YouTube page and on our Facebook page. And Kenny is watching and listening. And he said he saw a nice hit on social media from Parker Bird the other day in, in a scrimmage. And uh, man, that's that is just such a miracle in itself that, that he's out there. And he's you know, as you said during the commercial break, uh, he, he does things every day that. Kind of amaze you, and uh, we really don't know how far he can he can push it. I mean, I don't think anybody's ever been this far, have they?
3: No, I think it's kind of uncharted waters for yeah. me as a coach, obviously, and probably for all baseball coaches, but. Um... Parker goes about his business just like everybody else works super hard and, and just what he's doing um, it takes me aback most days but he um, he works super hard and he's earned everything he's gotten so far
2: and, and you think about somebody like that who's been through all that he's been through and just the attitude that he has is so good such a positive influence and you want people like that in your locker room you, you know you walk in and, and he's got a smile on his face and, and just everything he's gone through it's just, it's just miraculous
3: it, it's awesome i mean yeah i know that it puts me in a better mood just the energy that he brings every day and and i appreciate because he makes me a better coach i think
2: when you look at at things that he can do and can't do i mean i don't know if there's anything out there he can't do but but obviously he's limited with the prosthetics and that kind of thing but uh you just you just root for him from the bottom of your heart don't you
3: absolutely and you know he from august until now how much more you know mobile he's become stronger. So like I, I'm not putting anything past Parker.
2: Yeah, Burr. me either. Because I tell you what, he's an inspiration to uh, everybody. Not only the Pirates, but for anybody that's out there. Just uh, you know, and, and you can imagine if something would happen to, to your child or, or someone you know, and Parker Bird would be such an inspiration to them. And you know, just the way he carries himself, and that's just uh, just tremendous. And glad he's a part of Pirate baseball. So so as a hitting coach, and you come in in Your first year, you talked about relationships first. and once you establish that trust, what are some of the things you look for on a daily basis?
3: Um, I think what he, you know, especially when I'm watching them take at it bats, is like my my pet peeve as a coach is: like, are we on time to see the baseball? So that means you know, do I feel like he's done getting ready to hit by the time the ball's released? So. I'm always watching that and, you know, pushing guys to uh, get ready to see the baseball first so we can make good decisions. So that's usually where I start. Um, and then from there, we'll just kind of reflect on, you know, the outcomes and the processes of their at-bats.
2: So, so take us through that, the concept there. So guy gets in, in the plate and you know, he's rubbing his cleats and gets all set, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then you're looking at, at, at what right then?
3: Uh, so like as the guy would be you know, lowering his lead to deliver the ball, I think we need to be done as we call it in hitting loading, right, right. And we're in this uh, Brian Packard calls it the matrix moment where you're kind of moving, <laughs> where you're kind of moving slow and you're trying yeah. to see the ball as long as possible. And so if we're in a good position to do that, I think you're gonna have good uh, chance of making good swing decisions.
2: When you, When you look at the baseball, what are some of the things you're looking for right off the out of the hand? <sighs>
3: Um, Just the trajectory that comes out of the hand first off, and if you can pick up spin, obviously that helps. Some guys are better at it than others. Um, And just always having that dialogue with the player of what they're seeing, what they're thinking, and uh, trying to develop their own personal approach uh, to fit into our team's identity.
2: Yeah, and you're looking at so much out of the spin rate and what's coming out, and then you can kind of judge from there if that's a fastball coming or if it's some kind of breaking ball, some kind of off-speed pitch. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if the pitcher would just tell you, I'm going to throw a fastball. You got you got a chance to hit it, right? No doubt, no doubt, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. They've got to try to win their part of the game, too. Henry Lartig is the hitting coach at East Carolina in his first year with the Pirates under the head coach, Cliff Godwin, for East Carolina Pirate Baseball, Riders on the clock right now. Uh, how much work do you do on rider right now as far as three weeks away? and how much you know does it increase as you come forward and get closer to, to that weekend?
3: Uh, I think we're just kind of getting the, uh, you know, kind of the templates for our scouting reports in place and and the systems to where when we really start diving into their personnel, we're just kind of plugging in the information and and trying to relay it to our guys in a timely manner to where it's fresh on their mind, Um, but not all at once.
2: look at this part baseball team as far as the hitters go how do you feel right now as you look look at them I mean you know we know these guys most of them we've seen them hit you know how comfortable are you with those guys
3: I mean this is a veteran lineup and so like I mean I have high expectations um, not from a pressure standpoint but I just think that we're really good right and uh, if we stay within ourselves and the players just play to their identity and East Carolina brand of baseball, uh, I think this, this offense is going to
2: score a lot of runs. Uh, and the other thing I was thinking of, during a game, you know, what are some of the things that you're going to be looking for in a game? Because it's kind of like golf. When you go out and y'all, you know, everybody has buddies that try to help you with your swing while you're playing, and that's not what you're trying to do. But what do you look at as far as as, as a you know, hitter comes out and he, he swings at a bad pitch on strike three does he come to ask you something? Do you go to, to talk to him, or is it kind of like we'll wait till the next at bat?
3: I think it's uh like I mentioned earlier is knowing your players. I think there's some players that are approachable and 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 want that information immediately because they want to try to make the change. Some some players need uh, maybe an inning or so before you yeah. have a conversation with them. Maybe before their next at bat. Um, but at the end of the day, like I know that this game is really really hard and um, just making sure that if I feel like they're sticking to their processes, that um, they're gonna be fine.
2: Is it one of those deals too? You kind of like you know walk up and say, "What'd you see out there?" That kind of, and you're trying to get information from them as to what they saw to what compared to what you saw from from the dugout.
3: Absolutely, and and you'll see our players often. Let's say they uh, hit hit a ground ball and they're out of first base. They'll come back and they'll convey information that they feel like is relevant to the you know the on deck hitter, um, just to make sure that there's no surprises up there and we're just prepared.
2: Yeah, you see that a lot. So the leadoff batter goes up and say he he strikes out on, on a pitch. Inside, and he walks back and he's, he's, he's telling that next batter something. I mean, what are some of the things he's, he's telling him right then?
3: Uh, he may be like saying, Hey, the ball is, is running, right? You know, maybe something that we didn't know previously from the scouting report, or it could be about the umpire zone. Hey, that I felt like that was the ball in. Right. So. It's not. Um, we're not making excuses. We're trying to relay to our, you know, our teammates. Hey, this is information that is going to be beneficial towards your bat.
2: Yeah, and and I know umpires. It's such a weird science with umpires because sometimes you know, you know it seems like you know, everything's you know fine, and sometimes you'll get an umpire that that is all over the place and hitters have to adjust to that don't they
3: absolutely we can only control what we can control you can't control the umpire you can't control getting a hit Um, all you can control is your own processes your own approach and um, that's why this game is so hard and you know we have 300 hitters making it into the hall of fame right at 30% clip so uh, we really stress the mental side uh, of hitting because it's as you said earlier the toughest thing to do in sports so we have to like spread positive you know vibes within the dugout and information to our um, to our players and, to our, and and within teammates
2: and one other thing for pirate baseball is that one through nine everybody can bunt the baseball and everybody's expected during the season to bunt the baseball
3: absolutely uh, because that's our brand of baseball yeah. right? Uh, I think the the best part about that part of our offense is it puts the def- it puts pressure on the defense, right. right so you know I guess if you related to another sport if a certain you know football team is playing a certain type of offense let's say the triple option for instance like they've got to prepare for that right and so uh, I feel like teams have to prepare for the way that we play baseball and so now that gives us an advantage
2: were you a good bunner when you came up
3: uh, I would get him I get I get it down you
2: get it down Mm-hmm. yeah if you have a job to do, you got to get it down, that's don't right. you? That's yeah. right. But you guys do, and you stress it during. You know, there's a machine usually somewhere set up for mm-hmm. practicing bunting, and there's you know that's just that's just part of the pirate way.
3: Absolutely. I mean, every day with their early hitting, they have early bunting, they have early base running, right? And it's expected to all be done at the same level of intensity every day.
2: Yeah. You came to East Carolina as a, after being as a volunteer assistant at Arkansas State. Uh, it's a little different when you're a volunteer assistant, and now you're you're, you're an. Actual coach, you know, ready. The biggest difference, obviously, is the ch- paycheck,
3: right? <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean that, that's an awesome, and I'm just so thankful for for uh, for Coach Godwin for for allowing me the opportunity. And but I wouldn't trade my my year at Arkansas State. Coach Tommy Raffo is an awesome person, and I learned a ton in my time there.
2: Hey, and all of your your experience with uh, Mike Bianco and the national championship team as a student assistant. I mean that that had to mean a whole lot to you.
3: Absolutely, I mean just seeing that. Go down. I mean, it was a blur. I mean, it was the team that went through a lot of adversity. I think they always knew that we were good, um, but it all clicked at the right time, and that's what's uh, beautiful about baseball.
2: When you were playing at Ole Miss, did you feel like you were one of the top catchers in the in the nation? You know, when you get some of those accolades and you're hitting the baseball so well, hit 353, uh, hit 371 in SEC turner and SEC conference play. I mean, uh, one of the nation's best hitters, but one of the nation's best catchers too.
3: I'll tell you a quick, funny story. Is I. I didn't play a ton my first two years in college, and uh, four days before the first game of my junior year in 2016, mm-hmm. I was in a suit and tie passing out resumes at the accounting job fair, and because I was trying to get an internship for that summer, little little to know that I was going to be drafted, you know, that that exact summer. So, um, I think I try to tell that story to our guys often because I just wanted to help our team win baseball games that year. I just wanted to play and help our team win and. Um, Those external factors like they they will take care of themselves,
2: and we've seen that so many times with East Carolina that that guys come in and they might may not you know do a whole lot for a year or two years, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just blossom right in front of our eyes, and it's so I know it's so gratifying for the coaches over there just to to see it all come together for the players as well. I mean I mean baseball players coming along, especially freshmen, they go through some dark times, don't they?
3: Absolutely. I mean we we ask a lot of our players, you know, as I mentioned the standard earlier and um, sometimes it takes certain players longer than others to uh, figure out how to do that every day Um, but once they do they usually all see success right and so it's just pushing them hey keep doing things the right way pay attention to the small details and uh, you'll be successful in due time.
2: Got another question for you as a hitting coach. How do you feel about looking at a third strike without swinging the bat? Which to me is for the fans is the most frustrating thing. And I don't think a lot of fans understand what goes on in that deal. We're always taught, you know, in little league, protect the plate, choke up, protect the plate. If it's close, you got to swing at least foul it off. But that's easier said than done.
3: Absolutely, and and. I will have conversations, you know, like, hey, what happened? Right. In, in a mild manner, nobody wants to strike out, right? right? And,
2: and uh, I mean, that's got to be the worst because you know what the fans are thinking. If you get fooled on a pitch, or you get you think the pitch is way outside, and, and you take it and it's strike three, but but you know the fans. That's that's the one thing I think that upsets fans the most.
3: Sure, and and we are very um, diligent in our two strike approach. It's something that we practice daily. Uh, it's something that we take pride in, and so. Most of the time, it's a situation, as I mentioned earlier, it seems like the player's probably not uh, living up to the standard of what our two-strike approach is, right? So we may have that conversation just to make sure, hey, I know this happened, but if we were staying diligent in our process, I don't think it happens, right? And right. so just having those those simple conversations, and, and most of our players are, are awesome, and they're receptive to coaching, so... Uh, they're going to be better the next time around.
2: Can you remember as a player going down looking at a third strike? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it happened. What was it what was usually the the problem there? Uh had to be uh, a bad call by the ump, right? Yeah, I mean, had to have been. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, was it did you hit, feel the fans? Could you could you, you know, say like they're all mad at me because I went down looking?
3: Um I didn't ever put any um you know, stock in that. For me, it was more like it seemed like I gave away that at that for my team. Right. Um, and so I may have put too much pressure on myself at the at the time as a player. Um, but I just want, like I said, as a player, I just wanted to win. And, and I think we're just trying to put that into our guys. Is if we can put pressure on the defense by moving the baseball, that's just one, you know, it's a two-part play minimum that they have. They either have to catch it or they have to catch it and throw it to first base.
2: Right? And, and that's the thing, too, as far as, as when you're up there with two strikes, it's different if there's nobody on base. Mm-hmm. And if there's runners at second and third with two outs, I mean, it, it's a different situation.
3: Yeah, we just need to put pressure on the defense and try to make them make plays for all 27 outs.
2: Henry Lartig is our guest live in the studio talking East Carolina Pirate Baseball on this Monday. The first practice was this past Friday, so we're going to talk about how the weekend went and much more. Taking your questions, your comments on our YouTube page, our Facebook page. Back with more on the Brian Bailey Show on this Monday after this.
1: Sweet. We know our stuff. So try our newest Cheesy Calzone Epic Stuffed crust Pizza, made with a blend of ricotta and mozzarella, hand stuffed into that Papa John's fresh, never frozen original dough. Get it for a limited time only at Papa John's.
2: Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa
4: Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirate! East Coast Grading and Utilities is your source for clearing, hauling dirt, and concrete work. East Coast Grading and Utilities handles all sewer and water issues as well.
0: I'm David Vaughn.
2: Whether putting in a new subdivision or helping you with any and all of your drainage problems... I can get a job done.
4: Call me at 531-7494. No job is too big or too small. East Coast Grading and Utilities. Friends Helping Friends. 531-7494. For East Coast Grading and Utilities. Turkey, ham,
1: bacon, these and other meats are great around the holidays and every other day. But they all leave behind grease when you cook them. And grease is a real pain in the drain. When you pour grease down a drain, it cools and can clog sewer lines. That can lead to sewer spills, which are messy bad for the environment and can also be expensive. Never pour grease down the drain. Instead, collect it in a container like a used soup can or jar. Let it cool and throw it away in the trash. Together, we can protect our sewer system and the environment. For more information, go to GUC.com.
4: Pizza! Subs! Slice! Ice! Jenny, what are you doing? Just letting the Pirate Nation know that Cuchinellas has two locations, one in downtown Greenville across from Subdogs and now in Midtown Greenville beside Best Buy. Did you know Cuchinellas is open every day with $6 lunch specials, slices all day, beer, wine, and their famous homemade gelato. Cuchinellas
2: in downtown Greenville and now their new location next to Best Buy. Go Pirates! I'm Donald Stocks, owner of PIP Marketing Science Print. We are your one-stop shop for just about anything printed. If we're not your go-to printer, please give us a call at 355-1636. We have over 80 five-star Google reviews and want you to be our next more than satisfied and well-pleased customer. Check us out at growitpip.com or stop in to see us at 3185 Mosley Drive in Greenville. PIP where business goes to grow. The brunch is back. The famous brunch buffet at 5th Street Hardware has a variety of breakfast
4: and lunch items from 10.30 to 2, including an omelet station and prime rib and a special Sunday cocktail menu including mimosa flights. Don't forget, 5th Street Hardware has lunch specials every day along with over 40 beers on tap. Trivia Wednesday, live
2: music every Thursday night and a late night menu through the weekend. Visit fifthstreethardware.com
0: or give them a follow on Facebook and Instagram for a weekly lineup and more. Go Pirates! This is Dale Murphy, two-time National League MVP and number three with the Atlanta Braves. And you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Henry Lartig, the
2: uh, first-year hitting coach for East Carolina Pirate Baseball, live in the studio with us. Uh, let's talk recruiting a little bit because uh, it's kind of a, a, a changed so much through the years. You know, how much recruiting goes on with the high school ranks, how much is travel ball and, and those tournaments like that, you know, is it a combination now?
3: Uh, for sure. I think the, uh, the rise of the travel ball circuit is just more for the NCAA recruiting calendar as, you know, we're not playing and that's a contact period. And so it's the summertime, so school's not in session. So I think that was kind of the rise of, of recruiting in the summer um, because we're playing four or five days a week, sometimes it's difficult to get out and see kids play during their high school season.
2: Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that you think about during the high school season, and uh, the weather is so questionable too during the high school season and the East Carolina season as well. So those summer showcases and 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 we hear so much about travel ball, and you know the parents spending all this money and they're trying to get you know kids you know signed, and it's 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 really a, a multi million dollar deal, isn't it? No doubt. And and I can remember as a player playing, it was, you know, maybe
3: four or five weekends. And now it's from the day they're out of school yeah. until the day they go back to school.
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a different deal. That's for sure. All right. Let's talk about some of the, the, the players that you've been working with. When you, when you think of pure hitter on this Pirate baseball team, and does somebody come to mind? Uh, a couple of players. All right. I'd well, like to thank all of them. Right. Uh, no. Well, you haven't been there long enough to make them that's all right. pure hitters yet. Come on. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not. We'll,
3: we'll get there. But. Uh, Jacob Starling comes to mind. He, uh, Jacob
2: Starling, one of my favorite players. Yeah, yeah. he's
3: just a, a dynamic player, I think, that has the ability to hit for some power, um, but to use all fields, right? Yeah. so just really trying to um, convince him that he's really good, right, and to trust himself more because he has a special talent.
2: The home run that he hit against Texas in the Super Regional, uh, the Pirates had that lead and lost the lead and were trying to come back, and he hit that big home run. And, man, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, his reaction at the plate and that ball soaring out, you know, and, and the jungle just going absolutely nuts. And uh, we hope we hope you get a chance to experience some of that this year. Oh, that would be awesome. Because it is truly, truly something uh, to behold, but yeah, Jacob Starling can definitely definitely hit the baseball, plays good defense at second base. Uh, talk about a player, Dixon Williams, and what he brings to the table.
3: Uh, Dixon also
2: has a dynamic
3: skill set. I think um, he has a chance to really help us maybe at a multitude of positions this year um strong fast maybe one of the better base stealers on our team as well so just a you know has the potential to to be just a really effective player in whatever um, situations that come, you know, about in a, in a baseball game, and I, I'm excited because th- he had an awesome fall um, and really ended on a high note, and uh, we're, we're excited about Dixon this
2: year. It's that Conley connection, too, right?
3: That's right, yeah. that's right.
2: Does Pac ever go to him and say, look, man, you're good, but you're not Brian Packer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, what's awesome about Pack is he's selfless and, and yeah. cares about this program, so he, he just wants Dixon to be great.
2: Two great players from D.H. Conley High School, and we joke about that, but uh, yeah, he's they, they really had great career Careers. All right, let's talk a little bit, uh, go down to, to Justin Wilcox and, and the catcher position. He and Ryan McChrystal. Uh, as last year, I think Palumbo, Coach Palumbo sat here and said that both of those guys could play in the bigs. He thinks could play professional baseball, but but you're looking at, at two really good players there.
3: Absolutely. I mean, skill set, a little different from one another um, as J-Dub has a good arms, a good receiver, a good blocker um but power in the left-handed bat their 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 offensive game is is similar i think they both have the ability to drive the baseball um and and drive in runs for us and and ryan has one of the biggest arms i've ever seen from behind the plate and and is an awesome blocker and, and has gotten way better defensively from um the time that i've been here so we're we're excited about both those guys.
2: Did you get a chance to work with those guys as well with your catching background? Yeah, so
3: yeah. I, I'm, I'm with those guys every day. Um, and uh, they are awesome. They push each other. And, and freshman Walker, Walker Barron has uh, has shown promise as well. And I think he's going to have the ability to help us this spring also.
2: Let's go in the outfield. Jacob Jenkins-Coward probably penciled in in right field, I believe. But uh, he was an All-American as a freshman. Uh, what does he bring as a hitter?
3: Um just toughness i think and and i think he is really starting to believe in his uh, ability um he's in a good spot uh, we've worked together a ton and uh credit to him he has worked super hard and i think that he is uh got full belief in, in himself and this team and has taken on some leadership roles that i think has made this team close-knit and uh I think he's going to have a big spring.
2: Yeah, he had uh, one of the great tournaments down in Clearwater a couple of years ago, and he just—it uh, seemed like every time he got up to the plate—and that's a big league ballpark. But the balls will fly out of there, you know, in May when it's it's a little bit warmer and that kind of thing. And he got a hold of a couple and I uh, really played well in that. Uh, we we'll talk about the freshman uh, Bristol Carter. Uh, he, he may be in that center field slot. Riley Johnson may be in that center field slot. But what do you see in, in Bristol? Uh,
3: Bristol is a, a strong athlete, quick. Um, he can play some good defense, and has gotten way better at defense. Gotten better at stealing bases. I think he has a, a similar skill set to probably offensively that you know Jacob Starling probably had as a young player. You know the ability to to drive the baseball, but also the ability to run and and do some other things. He's gotten way better at bunting, and has actually become a pretty good bunter. Um, so he is um, becoming an East Carolina baseball player quickly, and and he's going to help us this spring.
2: You talked about Raleigh Johnson a little bit uh, coming off of an injury, but he's, he's, he's almost 100%, is that right?
3: Uh, I don't know if I'd call him 100%, but he is able, he's available to play, and and he played uh, full this weekend, um, we, we monitor some of his practice just right. because uh, of his history, but man, he when he's healthy, he's a he's a dynamic player, and uh, this was the first time I've gotten to see him play baseball, right. you know, full go, and I was like, "Wow, this this guy is is a special player, and he can really help us." So, uh, I'm excited. You know, we got to keep him healthy, but uh, he's he's awesome in the outfield, and he's a threat on the bases, and and I'm just excited for him this spring.
2: I'm sure we're gonna leave a guy or two out, but I'm just kind of going through some of the the notes. Carter Cunningham, he'll play a little first base.
3: Yes, and we might be able to move him around yeah. the diamond in the outfield as well. And uh, I, I know that he was real big for this team down the stretch last year, and I think he's carried that over into this season. He has a ton of belief in himself, and and you can see that um, when he steps into the box. They say that you know you can tell when a, a hitter looks hitterish.
2: You know, hitterish. I like that. We got yeah. we got to write that one down. Hitterish. And,
3: and Carter has <coughs> uh, uh, he's definitely taken on that personality in the box.
2: Yeah, learn a new word. If you can learn one new word every day you know, he'll be some hitterish is a new one that uh, we're able to learn right there Cam Clunch as well over at first place you will see some action right here.
3: absolutely and, yeah. and he has um, done a nice job of just staying within himself and being really good at the type of player that he is and he has been throughout his career um and if he's not in there, he's absolutely going to help us off the bench. As, as you know, that Coach Goblin likes to use you know, as many players as we need, right, to get the job done. So Cam will absolutely contribute, in, um, whether it's at first base or in some pinch hit roles
2: one of the things I've always talked to Cliff about and Coach Palumbo about and and Coach Knight about really because he has role players as well out of the bullpen but you know everybody on the team you know has to to basically play into a role and buy into their role and you've been a part of teams I'm sure if guys don't buy into their role then that causes problems but this team you know and it's only the preseason but everything you hear they're really close-knit they all want to help the Pirates win baseball games they all want to know their role and want Want to you know excel in their role and that's a big key absolutely
3: there's a role for every single player on this team we uh Chris Gentrop is uh he's now I think former uh, secret service agent but played here with coach goblin and, and he came and talked to the team Mm, last week or two weeks ago, I can't remember exactly what day it was, but he made the comment that there's a role for everyone on a team, except for those who lack good character. And so we just push our guys to, hey, let's let's buy into this team because everybody has a role.
2: All right. now, when you were a player, did you make great grades like everybody at East Carolina makes? Uh, I think yeah. you did, didn't you? Wasn't you I a, was,
3: uh, I was a good student. Yeah, and, I thought and, so. And. uh Funny story is another funny story about Coach Godwin is we have uh, academic teams in our program so the coaches draft players and we have we want to have the highest uh, team GPA within our you know coaching right. staff so I have you know eight guys I think I'm responsible for counseling throughout the year well my freshman year Coach Godwin took me first overall pick and <laughs> about halfway through the year I had a couple A's and a couple B's and he just looked at me and he said are you really not going to get a four up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're his first pick. You've got to get a 4.0. Sure enough, he,
3: he pushed me, and I got a 4 That's uh,
2: That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's all up here mentally. It'll get you going. That's right. As far as that goes, but well, that's that's a great story. Just just the academic side. That's another one of the amazing things about this pirate program. Just the the GPA numbers that they put up. I mean, it's 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 really mind boggling that guys can put so much effort into the baseball side of things and put so much effort into the you know in the classroom side of things.
3: Absolutely. I think it it carries over, no doubt, uh, in my mind. If you can be disciplined and you're you're. Not- your daily life and then your academics uh, that's going to carry over into your processes on the baseball field um, because if you can't pay attention to details in the classroom how can we do that when we're on the field right and so that's why we push guys to, to work hard
2: and really, we talk about pushing guys, but it, it's almost like if you're on this baseball team. And correct me if I'm wrong, but but and you get your you know mid-season m- mid-semester report card, and you've got you know two B's and two C's, and you're looking around, you know that you're going to be embarrassed when it comes out because you you got to get it up there somewhere in the, in the in the threes, don't you? That's
3: right, and that's just a testament to what Coach Gowan and Coach Palumbo have done since they've been here. Is just you know establish that standard of hey, we we. Make Make good grades. We do good in school here, right? Um, and so it pushes the guys in, in themselves to just want to do good.
2: But as a player, if you know you have an exam coming up, or you know you have something, you know, we've got to get done, but you're gonna be at practice. I mean, that that's got to be difficult to try to balance that.
3: Sure, and we push guys to make you know daily schedules. Like, hey, map out your day, and then yeah. so you know from eight to nine o'clock, I'm doing this, and then I got class, and then I'm gonna go to study hall, and and they're just checking boxes throughout their day, so they're not overwhelmed with all the tasks they have to uh, accomplish throughout their week.
2: Henry Lartig is the first year hitting coach for East Carolina. We're gonna take our final break, and they're gonna wrap things up with Coach Lartigue. Been a great conversation. We're gonna finish it up. Coming up after this. Mm-hmm. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations, from the Mushroom Bacon Swiss Burger to the Jalapeno Popper Burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville,
4: and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. There's a common misbelief today that to make it further, you need to push yourself. That you need to give up any joy to continue your rigid routine. Or you could try another way. Take some time to enjoy life. Like having a Michelob Ultra with friends. Because happiness is essential to living an exceptional life. Michelob Ultra. A refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Michelob Ultra. Proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now's your chance to save during the year-end clear-out at BostigSug Furniture. We're clearing out the 2023s, which means huge savings for you. Find unheard of sale prices all across our showroom floor. Save 70% off clearance items. Take an extra 10% off all-in-stock custom order furniture, plus six months special financing. Get a new mattress at year-end savings, plus all-in-stock last-chance Serta Arctic and Restonic mattresses are half off. The year-end clear-out is finally here now at Sug Furniture.
1: Pepsi Zero Sugar has taken its flavor to the next level. A Zero Sugar Cola has never tasted this good, but we don't expect you to take our word for it, so we're putting it to the test, starting with me. My mouth is watering already, so I think we can skip the drumroll and get right to the main event. Cue the fireworks. We have an official best Zero Sugar ever. It's delicious, it's refreshing, and it's so good you'll need to try it for yourself. Trust me. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero never tasted so good. That's what I like.
4: Attention, athletes and fans. Tiebreakers is looking for all-stars. Do you know an athlete who made a game-winning play, scored an amazing touchdown, or hit a huge home run? We're scouting Eastern North Carolina for this month's most outstanding athlete. Go to tiebreakersathlete.com to nominate your favorite player for the prestigious Athlete of the Month Award. Tiebreakers, shining a light on the athletes that make Eastern North Carolina proud. Submit your nomination now at at tiebreakersathlete.com. Russell's
2: Clothing is saying Happy New Year to you with savings of 20 to 40% on your favorite men's and women's apparel. For example, all men's nested suits and winter sport coats will be reduced 30%. A beautiful collection of ladies' dresses reduced 40%. Take note,
1: all barber outerwear for ladies and men's reduced 20%. Celebrate 41
0: years with Russell's and save big. The winter sale at Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington where it's all about you, our pirate friends and customers. Pirate Radio. We're not no punks. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to the Brian Bailey Show powered by Greenville Utilities. Working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show.
2: Alright, welcome back as we wrap things up with Henry Lartig, the first year hitting coach for East Carolina Baseball. Next week, right here on our show, Austin Knight, pitching coach at East Carolina and a former teammate of yours. Now, now what kind of teammate was Austin?
3: Uh, he was an awesome one. He he always uh, probably cracked a few too many jokes.
2: A few too many?
3: <laughs> yeah, just a few too many. Um, and, and I'm sure if he hears this, he's going to give me a hard time. But uh, uh, no, he was great.
2: Yeah, that's a. And he's been great for East Carolina baseball, and he's great to have on. I think you'll enjoy his conversation uh, next week right here on The Brian Bailey Show. That'll be a lot of fun talking about all the pitchers uh, led by Trey Savage. And you get to see those pitchers day in and day out. Now, let's talk about the weekend. Uh, The way practice goes uh, at East Carolina, those Friday, Saturday, Sundays, you know, leading up to the first week in the season, you kind of try to replicate the weekends, don't you?
3: Absolutely. I mean, we want to make sure we get those guys that. We feel pretty confident about are going to fill certain roles into a routine, you know, and, and start to build them up. As you, we know that Trey Savage and, and Zach Rood and, and, and Shank and Jake Hunter, they're, they're going to have big roles for us on the, on the weekend. So we're just trying to get them um, built up to where that they're primed to perform.
2: How, how was it this weekend when you, when you went through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday?
3: Uh, so Trey, Trey pitched on um, Trey pitched on Friday and, and he looked good. I think he threw three innings or so, or something yeah. like that. And, and then uh, and Jake uh, threw on sad, Jake and, and Shankman threw on Saturday and, and both looked awesome. And then trying to kind of just get the rest of the guys built up and right. you know, maybe some of their roles are. Are not exactly set in stone just yet, so just making sure that they are uh, built up, ready to go.
2: Who were some of the hitters that, that stood out this weekend for you guys, for you?
3: Um, so Carter Cunningham had, had a good weekend. Uh, JC had an awesome weekend. Uh, Nate Chrisman had an awesome weekend, and, and he's a, a player we probably haven't discussed yet, but yeah. he can fill a lot of roles on this yeah. team, um, as he, he did some last year. Um, yesterday we really swung the bats, great. Which was it was a good day to to hit. The wind was blowing out the right field, so Coach Knight thinks that's why we, we hit it. <laughs> I like to say it was my pregame speech.
2: I like to uh, think it was, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah but. Uh, <laughs> Um, but no, we we played some we played some good baseball over the weekend, and and I, and I hope we continue that up until the opening day.
2: So the midweek practices, do, do the guys have off on Mondays. Is that how you guys do it? That's you, correct. You get back Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, leading up to the weekends.
3: That's right, and and we'll try to hammer out some of those team fundamentals. You know, make sure we cover all of our bases. So uh, a lot of defenses and first and third defenses, and pickoffs, and and all of the. The intricacies of the baseball game make sure we we cover all our bases before we get going on the weekend where we just pretty much play
2: we, we talk so much about football and, and, and camp and how hard it is how hard is it to keep everybody you know in tune leading up to february 16th and the first three games against Ryder?
3: um i think some days it, it, the guys may feel monotonous but we challenge them like uh today if, if you were going to, if we played the national championship game tomorrow how would you practice today right, right. and so I, I think just trying to keep that on their minds you know you have to stay in the present moment but we have to put things into perspective if we want to get where we're going we've got to act like that today
2: yeah and it's uh it can be a grind at times but the guy's got to just just kind of try to get through it and get ready for opening day you haven't been here for an opening day at east carolina but uh it's a it's a it's a really cool deal and then playing on the weekends and then playing you know the the second weekend of the season you're playing carolina in that series and that's that's going to be big too
3: yeah absolutely um i mean i mean i'm just excited you know i'm just excited for for the guys to go out there and play and uh and try to help them whenever i can um because it's, that's that's the most joyful part of my job is, yeah, I love helping players, but I love watching them play.
2: Another set of national rankings came out today. Pirates ranked again, so East Carolina's going to start the year somewhere between 11 and 15 as far as the national rankings go. You, you play for a nationally ranked program. You know, do guys ever think about that as players or, or it's, it's kind of, you know, as, as Nick Saban says, it's the boy, the rat boys and that kind of thing.
3: Uh, sure. I mean, I'm sure they all see it, right? And we try to um, advise our Guys, I guess I should say, if you, if you believe it when it's good, you're gonna believe it when it's bad, right? To so try to ignore the noise, as Coach Godwin's saying, and and we just have to be ourselves.
2: All right, mustache march is coming up. You going you gonna grow the stash?
3: Uh, I'm gonna grow it, but I don't know if everyone's gonna like what it looks
2: like. <laughs> the the key to this thing is how's a wife gonna react to mustache march? Because some of us has have wives that aren't real happy about it. But hey, we get through it every year. And one of the most fun things we do is at the end of March is we have the big shave off, and, uh, <laughs> and the guys come together and we put it on TV. And <clears throat> I get a chance to get that you know the clippers right next to Coach's nose and scare him to death. And uh, well, we have a good time with that but it's for a great great cause with ALS and Coach LeClaire, and uh, I think I think you'll enjoy it. But it's it's funny because some people you look over there and you really don't think you know they don't need to be having like like, like Jeff Palumbo doesn't need a mustache. I mean you know Austin but, but they look good and once they they get them going they look like used car salesmen sometimes and that's nothing against used car salesmen but I mean it's just one of those looks like that. But uh, it's coming up. A lot of those guys get a head start and they've already growing theirs and they'll have it for March. I always start on March 1st and let' They come out because you know there's a little controversy in my house about whether or not we should do a Mustache March, but uh, I think I think you'll enjoy that as well. What's the one thing you're looking forward to the most with the baseball season just around the corner?
3: Uh, and I, I think I just touched on it a minute, a minute ago. Is I just love watching our guys play. No. Um, I just. I remember as a player um, playing on those teams and just how much joy it was to, to be a part of a team um, that was so close knit, trying to go for one goal. So I'm just uh, I'm excited to see that and and the community of Greenville come out and support our team.
2: Yeah, it's always uh, something when you get together with a team, and, and some teams you know, are closer than other teams. But everything coming out of the Pirate Camp so far, mm-hmm. it, it sounds like man, these guys are really, really you know into one another, uh, and, and you see it like like all the years that I've been here, I've seen guys come through the program for the last 39, 40 years. And, and those teams do stay together. Those brothers, you know, they form a bond, form a brotherhood. The guys that play with Cliff, like Chad Tracy and some of those guys, I mean, you know, they, they stay together for all these years. It's really something.
3: Absolutely. And, and that's just a testament to our leadership group this year of just, um, taking it a player-led team is what we, you know, they, they're calling themselves, right? And you know, grabbing the young guys and bringing them in and, and just uh, creating just like a consistent unit.
2: Henry, we, we certainly enjoyed meeting you. Thanks so much for the hour. We certainly appreciate you coming by and getting us set for the baseball season. That's going to close it out for this edition of The Brian Bailey Show. Austin Knight joins us next week, and we'll see you then right here on The Brian Bailey Show.
0: This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by
1: The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Michelob Ultra, The Rickhouse, Taft Taft & Hagler, and Tiebreakers.
0: Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio.